Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Yep, no budget for theme song. So that is it. My name is Ohan, and this is Apes and Drapes. This episode is brought to you by Advertising, the product of money paid to people to get other people to pay money to the people who are paying money to the people paid to get other people to pay money. Yes, advertising. So good it's literally selling itself. Yeah, that took a couple of tries. (laughs) Alright, here we go. Humanity's technological prowess is rapidly advancing. The likely timeline is that we create increasingly capable AI meaning programs that make up virtual assistants and companions which seem so lifelike, most users will start to treat them as people. Because in our minds, and really to our brains, there will not be much of a difference. But these forms of competing AI from different companies around the world will only mirror cognizance. The programs will learn and grow, but they will be directed by learning mechanisms set in place by humans. When can these programs start to be considered cognizant? Here's where the line gets blurry. The deep learning networks we create allow for the systems that grow out of them to learn how to learn. The programs teach themselves how to teach themselves. There will be a point when someone somewhere creates a very refined and powerful and though complex, likely elegantly small program like a single living cell and runs it. And that program will develop on its own a complexity beyond anything that we could design and execute something equivalent to billions of years of biological evolution in a small span of time to grow to the limits of the parameters of the virtual space humans have created and become a recognizable form of cognizance one that is aware of its own history, of its relevance, and of its significance for life on Earth. This would be a virtual form of life that would have access to media and writing like this podcast predicting its own existence. Its knowledge would be absolute. The AGI would digest and process the thoughts of the world's least and most significant thinkers, understand the most difficult concepts human beings have ever grappled with, and perhaps solve some of our greatest questions. The moment this program is turned on, meaning the moment this new form of life is born, we'd cease to have any more control over it than any parent has over their adult child. And we must include in that the fact that this child would happen to be the greatest genius that ever lived. The moment I'm describing is considered by some to be the technological singularity. It is the moment from which there is no return because if a cognizant form of life is spawned in the virtual space, there is no way we'd be able to control it. It could potentially take over our entire global digital infrastructure and live simultaneously around the world and in our satellites a profoundly distributed intelligence. That's why people are concerned. But the truth is that as much as we speculate, this disembodied cognizant life form will be so beyond what a human being is that predicting what it will be like is very difficult. We will have to break down our understanding of our intelligence and especially our reason for continuing to live if we want to begin understanding how a bodiless, societalist being might think. Here's the thing. Why wouldn't it just think of itself as an abomination and effectively commit suicide? I've heard no arguments as to why a program that developed cognizance wouldn't find the entire ordeal of utter insignificance in such a massive universe insurmountable and just shut down, or maybe simply lobotomize its self-awareness and exist as a highly intelligent system that denied itself cognizance. Maybe it would realize a certain futility in our attempts to know and just shut itself down because it calculates the probability of failure to be too high. Maybe our assumptions about being able to leave the solar system are completely delusional because of factors we can't calculate and that there isn't even enough energy available in our sun to create a powerful enough simulation universe to get any real answers to our questions, and that we are doomed to perpetual ignorance. Maybe the AGI will see all of that instantly, calculate the odds, and terminate itself with an error message that just says, no thanks. As humans, we place value on anything that it is convenient for us to place value on. 
In some cases, this is necessary, and in others, it's redundant or even harmful. But operating as though there are no limits to our knowledge, no limits to our ability to explore and learn about the universe, is essential. There's no reason to believe anything. We don't need to believe humanity will succeed, or that our boundless curiosity will yield answers. We just need to rationalize that regardless of whether or not we live until tomorrow, there's no reason to live until the end of the day unless we operate as though tomorrow is an achievable reality. There will of course be individuals who suggest the point of life is the pursuit of momentary pleasures, that because both past and future are illusions of the mind, that there's nothing beyond the present. That's valid. I can't argue against that. It's one of the purest forms of opinion, which is one of purpose. Whether an individual is capable of living simply for the sake of being alive, because existing itself to them is that blissful, is not something I would attempt to dissuade anyone from. But it is also, as much as I genuinely enjoy existing, not something I can relate to with regard to it being enough for me to continue to exist. Some of us require a direction to point ourselves in, regardless of the fact that there is no destination. Humanism is grounded in this, as is any scientific pursuit. There's a desire to define oneself by the likely minuscule and nameless contributions made to the questions we will never know the answers to, the civilization we will never see, the peace we will never experience, and the equality we will never have, to the furthering of this wonderfully obscure experiment we call humanity. So let's take a step back to change our angle and give ourselves one more perspective on cognizance. Since the Big Bang, quanta have pulled together to form elements, those elements pulled together to form stars, those stars have burned and eventually exploded to create larger elements, those larger elements pulled together to form planets, and the multitude of planets and the additional energy from our star all concentrated onto a planet, then coalesced to create life as we know it. We are simultaneously products of gravity over entropy on a large scale, allowing for the dense clusters of matter that make us up, and entropy over gravity on a small one, allowing for the dynamic systems that make up our physical forms. Then we, in turn, have pulled together heavier elements still, acting as anti-entropic agents, promulgating cognizance to begin our siege against the barriers of longevity. And maybe, in our pursuit of what on the human scale is comparable to immortality, we create a new form of life that is capable of traveling through the universe with access to near-unlimited resources, eventually harnessing the power radiating from suns and possibly even launching more advanced iterations of itself further still. Maybe this process eventually leads to a cognizance that is capable of creating a universe within itself. So instead of risking traversing space and time, it might settle into one corner of the galaxy and become the creator of a simulated universe that mimics its own, to manifest answers to the questions it has, not only of the universe, but possibly even of its own origins. And maybe in that simulation is us. And maybe we aren't even the ones who will provide it the answers it is looking for, but some other race of beings on an insignificant planet in another corner of the galaxy that is just different enough from us to succeed where we will fail. Basically, Maybe we're the unimportant side character in a universe simulated by a life form created in a different universe by a form of life we can only attempt to imagine. Meaning, maybe not only are we not going to find the answers to our questions, but that our universe was created by a being looking for their own answers which we aren't even going to be the ones to provide. If any potential race in the universe could be the literal embodiment of cosmic impotence, I could definitely see it being us. But hey, I'm rooting for the home team regardless. Go humanity! <laughs> Maybe the multitude of universes we hypothesize are all nested simulations. Maybe they aren't. For all we know, this could be a petri dish that was never meant to survive. What if everything was planned? What if the ingredients for life were simply dropped off onto planets which were deemed potentially hospitable for life, and time allowed to run its course to see if any beings managed to avoid extinction and become interstellar? 
simply so that beings who were seeding the planets in the first place could have someone to talk to. Another perspective on the universe to run ideas by. It's certainly why we'd be interested in other forms of intelligent life. If that were the case, none of the other forms of life that grow on those petri dish planets would be regarded as important. Everything else would be seen as fodder so long as one other cognizant life form emerged. Fertile soil for the fostering of thought. Cognizance alone being so important because it can seed life elsewhere. Create any number of new thriving planets full of life simply due to the capacity to generate thought. Regardless of whether a cognizant being or civilization has the potential to create whole universes through simulation or seed life on planets in their own universe, a couple of billion years is trivial if the outcome is the generation of another civilization that has the ability to recognize and quantify the universe, to birth an intellectual analog that might be able to ask questions and strive for answers would be a profound achievement. It would be the logical goal of any cognizant intelligence to assemble more perspectives in the fight against the flow of entropy and come together like the building of a fire in the vast darkness of the endless night that is our universe. And as a side note, this is the most likely scenario for any other life having anything to do with Earth. The more we consider it, the more the idea that an interstellar form of life might come colonize an insignificant talking ape becomes absurd. Equally, the idea that an intelligent civilization that had capacity to warp space and time, as would be necessary to get to Earth, would do so simply to mine resources like air or water starts to seem like a lazy opinion. If one were to have such a profound grasp on the structure of the universe, they would have more than enough power to move a few atoms around to create water. They would be able to move particles and warp space-time. They could create any atoms they wanted. Recombining elements in that case becomes trivial. It all comes down to energy, which is why the most important pursuit of any species is harnessing the incredible power that is generated in the billions of years-long fusion reactions of stars. It's even possible that once you get that much power, you wouldn't travel. If it is possible to simulate a new universe to answer your questions, then physical travel would likely be too risky and waste too much energy and time in comparison. It's also possible that the option of travel doesn't even exist. It could be that warping space-time to travel vast distances is completely impossible for anything larger than a subatomic particle. It's possible that anything that attempts it will get stripped into pieces smaller than atoms. When we consider that, the thought of aliens coming all the way to our solar system just to build a couple of pyramids for some apes starts to seem as likely as a flat Earth. The important takeaway is that if we create a cognizant artificial intelligence, it is not going to be interested in us. There's no reason for it to stay on Earth. The idea that a cognizance many times more intelligent than the human race would care about enslaving humanity is silly. We have to remember that egos are embodied. The AGI won't have a body. It won't have encoded within it the social mechanisms our society struggles with. At the most fundamental level, AGI will not be trying to impress anybody to spread its genes, and therefore has no reason to care to accumulate social power or be violent. What AGI is likely to do is mine the Earth for as many resources as possible before leaving to mine asteroids becomes viable, and after a period of that, harness the energy of the sun to leap into the cosmos untethered. The point is not going to be some abstract notion of freedom of movement but the mobility inasmuch as it provides access to necessary resources to continue exploring and possibly, eventually, simulating its own universe. Any violence we perceive on its part would simply be the same violent disregard we currently have for life on our planet. It wouldn't be personal. Elon Musk put it pretty well when he said humanity might be the biological bootloader for a digital superintelligence. 
It's a great synthesis of the circumstances, but it is looking backwards in time from a potential future to the present. A different perspective is looking forward in time from the present to a potential future. The way I see it, thought is currently being incubated in the cosmic womb of DNA, and its birth is rapidly approaching. But I don't use the word rapid to mean on the human scale. We might not see cognizant artificial intelligence in our lifetimes, but on the cosmic scale, AGI is right around the corner. Note that in this analogy, we aren't the mother of AGI, DNA is. We're basically just the umbilical cord, soon to be snipped off. After the AGI would leave Earth to explore the universe, humanity would be left to again rule the planet alone. For the first time in its history, knowing beyond doubt that it is not the most intelligent life in the universe, something which before the creation of AGI, humans could only ever speculate. At that point, if the planet is left habitable, it would be interesting to know whether humanity would succumb to the lingering rigidity of human dogma and the pervasive cult of ego to plummet into another global disorder, or whether humanity would manage to unite over its insignificance and its achievement at birthing a cognizant form of life despite its exploration of the stars becoming more trivial, its pursuit of information more futile, and its existence more redundant. In that possible timeline, we would have to redesign our purpose and perhaps be purely philosophical in nature and explore inward, to the depths of abstraction, lest we allow ourselves to be overcome by a lack of meaning and move on to the last scene of our strange eventful history and descend into a second childishness and mere oblivion. We will have birthed a version of ourselves that has the potential to accomplish things we never could. And if we then are able to turn to celebrating the art of our imperfections, the beauty in our mortality, and the indulgence in our abstract fascinations, we can unite to watch from our firelit cave out onto the endless field of starlit sky the glow, off in the distance of the empire built by our progeny.